Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Human to Human, the show that connects truths and bridges the gaps between our human experiences, one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Stacey Ike, and I'm so glad you're here. This episode's special guest is Logan Browning, best known for her role on Netflix, Dear White People, as well as her work in the community as an activist and her passion for spirituality through meditation. Y'all, she got me to go to hot yoga, okay? So, yeah. (laughs) In this human-to-human conversation, Logan and I talk about how happiness cannot be performed and how it's really not a guarantee without gratitude. Yeah, it was a good one. Before each episode, I give a recommendation of a few things that were inspired by the conversation that you're about to hear. I share a song to add to your playlist and a book to check out. I also share a reflection question based on something that was sparked by the episode. So here goes. This episode's song to put on repeat is Happy Now by Pentatonix. This week's read is The Power of Now. And after you listen, reflect on this question. Who benefits if I perform happiness? Yeah. Don't hesitate to leave your response in the comments or at stacyag.com. Now, let's get into this amazing conversation with my girl, Logan. Hey, hi. <laughs> I have to do a full, and I, so first let me just start by saying, and this, I was reminded of this when I was stalking you a little bit, preparing. <laughs> um, obviously, like, we're friends, so I already know, like, your mom, and I've gotten to meet your brother and dance with him and laugh, and we've we've had shared so many beautiful stories, but... I am so happy by the people you surround yourself with. Mm. Like, I really got emotional looking through your page and seeing, like, Camille and (laughs) Darnell and just these people that you really cherish and you care about and they keep you grounded and and how you talk about your mom and how her pink hair inspired your moments and, like, (laughs) I mean, photos of you and your brother from performing for each other back in the day. I mean... You understand the dynamics of family. You understand the dynamics of staying grounded. And that's what made me really excited to talk to you about these two topics because they're they're deep, but they're, you know, they can be, I don't want to say acquired, but for somebody like you, I think that just watching the way you do your life, the way you do life, the way you do life with other people, I think you have a beautiful understanding of ego, understanding of happiness, understanding of how to maintain or adjust or move, at least from what I can tell. So I'm excited for you to share that. But I just, I had to say, I'm so, I'm just really proud of how you do do it. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I just, it's a process like everything yeah. else. And so I appreciate that because it means I'm continuing to evolve and, and it's, you know, the way that I'm feeling on the inside, which is happy is, mm-hmm. is permeating on the outside. So right. I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I Thank love you. that. I love that. So two years ago, we were doing an interview um, for another thing that you came to support me on. And I asked you this question. So I first wanted to see if the, how much the answer has changed okay. and then let you know, you know, you can kind of go from here. But what does happiness mean to you? Oh, wow. That's so funny because I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> if I thought hard enough, I probably could. So yeah. I don't Do you want me to I, tell you? Nope, not yet. Okay, 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 good. Um, because that was some time ago. You're right. Um, and it's, a, oh, that's so strange because it's, I never really think about what does it mean to me. Mm-hmm. I used to always think about, like, whether or not I am or am not happy and if it's something that I should feel like some people just are happy and some people aren't happy, mm-hmm. which I don't think. I, I feel mm-hmm. like everyone can be happy. It's, right. it's something we have to seek out. Mm-hmm. So what does happiness mean to me? Uh, um, it, it means that I, I, I always have joy, but I feel like happiness is, is 
day to day, like, like walking through everything that I have with, with grace and like, and continuing to, um, like look at the positive, um, continuing to be grateful. Mm -hmm. Um, like I feel a lot of happiness in gratitude. Um, and yeah, and, 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 and having, having the people around me also kind of being on that same vibrational wavelength Mm -hmm. where we're kind of constantly reminding each other because I don't, I can't be happy all the time without trying. I can be happy all the time, but I can't do it without the effort. And when I do the effort, when we all like do our effort in life, I do need other people to remind me when I'm saying things or doing things that aren't conducive to being happy. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So I kind of want to tell you what you said. What did I say? (laughs) So, well, I'll say two things that's beautiful. You said the last part in terms of you have to seek that. That's exactly what you said. Okay. And then you also said (laughs) self-care. Was oh, a big part of it. I probably was going through it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I remember that being like, ooh, because you're the only one who said that. And so I thought that was, I definitely stuck out to me. But again, to, to hear how you've evolved in that, self care still matters, but it now does. you have a whole bunch of other stuff on top of that, which yes. I think is amazing. Um, I recall a moment, and I don't know if you remember this, we FaceTimed probably like a year and a half ago. And for me, it's like thinking about it now, I get a little emotional because I remember it was the first time I told somebody who wasn't in my immediate circle that I wasn't always happy. Mm. That's something that's really hard for me to deal with. I don't know. Why. I'm just like, I'm, I'm so happy to kind of experience that with you. But we were on FaceTime and I was like, and you just said something. And I was like, she just gave me permission to tell her the truth, which is happiness is hard mm-hmm. or can be hard mm-hmm. and that you do have to seek it and whatever. And so we had this great conversation about it and you were like, yeah, girl, this is like crazy. You got to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm really like telling my truth right now. I mean, That's yes, good. you tell your immediate friends, but I was like, Logan and I are great, but like, you know, we see each other in this space. Yeah. Thankfully, we've been able to like really enjoy each other in the home and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But at that time I was like, I'm telling someone who... We could, bump into each other and yeah, who knows yeah, what they'll do with your With truth. that information. Yeah. Oh, that's so real. And so do you recall a moment that you were like, oh, you have to work for happiness? Like, I didn't, like, it's not just automatic. Yeah. um, I mean, a lot of times I think that I I realize it more often in relationships, Mm -hmm. like all kinds of relationships, Mm -hmm. and that becomes hard because there's some relationships where, whether it's like a romantic relationship or friendly relationship or family, Mm -hmm. where you feel, or I've felt that, um... I'm working so hard to be happy and everything I do as it relates to this person, there is no happiness coming. Like, and, mm-hmm. and what does that mean? How do we mend this? And, um, uh, I, I've had that in relationships and had to walk away because I'm like, I feel like we're both doing everything we can right. and it's just not working. Mm-hmm. Um, other times I felt like I really have had to work on my happiness are, um, it's such a common thing for me, but I, I don't know, like I, after auditions and things, mm-hmm. sometimes we, I explained this to my friend the other day cause she was feeling kind of, um, she was apologizing for being emotional about not getting something. Mm. And I was like, dude, you don't have to apologize for it. It's kind of like when we audition for all of these things, it's almost like being pregnant. Right, like right. you invest in something, you are like taking care of this baby that hasn't come to fruition yet. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't get it, 
what whatever that means in your life if you don't get it if it doesn't come to fruition it's okay to mourn that it's okay to grieve it yeah. and let it go and then like you get pregnant again and maybe you will see that baby right. get how many to... times do we get pregnant a year I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I was like ah ah pregnant all the time like, pregnant right now. I'm like oh my god that sounds so painful but anyway yes but I, like, I, yeah that's the kind of care we put into it and yeah. so I guess I do think about like when I think about the, the like happiness, how how often I've like not been right, and, and having right. to work on it, it's it's like it is accepting the grieving parts and not. I think sometimes we we keep ourselves from being happy by trying to force ourselves out of the like grieving and mourning yeah, process of yeah. whatever the thing is. Like I I know I've done that. I've been like I've beat myself up right. being like you're not happy. Why are you not happy? Hurry up and get there. Come on, and, yeah, like that's sure. and that's not helpful yeah. for me. It's not helpful. So what is what is the thing you do instead now? Do you feel like there's a, when you're mourning, when you're having that moment, are you sharing it with other people? Are you by yourself? Are you like journaling? Are you taking the moment and saying, this is what it is? I, I, I'll truly, when I am not happy, it's me. I'm telling other people. I'm not like saying I'm not happy in those words. I'm just like kind of blabbing about whatever I'm upset about. And then it's always truly the other person. And that's why it's important to me. Who's in my life. Yeah. It's the other person feeding back into me the things that, you know, I feed into them the things that they value, the reason that I'm, I you keep know. them in my life mm-hmm. in the first place. So I do rely heavily on other people. I started going to therapy in November, and that's really new for me. And that's been very, very, very helpful. And Amazing. I couldn't have known that that would be so helpful. Um, and so I've, I'm learning now in the same way where I would like, I used to come home and be like, oh, I'm so exhausted. I need a, gla- a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I'm really going through it. I need to text my therapist. Like, <laughs> I yes. and, and like I set up a meeting, and I would. Yeah. It's so funny. I would hear my whole cast talking about this all the time, all the time about in our therapy? press about therapy. We do talk wow. about it on the show, and I'd always kind of like nod, like yeah, but like I had never actually also sought one out because I really right. didn't know how to do it. Right. And finally doing it, I'm like, wow. Oh my god, you have to help me. I will. It's I would on love my to. List. Yeah. I literally wrote the specific. I was like, black female, this like. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Need a therapist like to a serious level because, you know, there's a lot of moments where we experience something that I'm I'm realizing now is not trying to only be happy when you book the job mm-hmm. or when you got the money or when whatever those things are because we we know success doesn't bring us happiness. Mm-hmm. Like you have to seek that with or without it or whatever. The, those are the things that right now I'm I'm really training my mind. And mm-hmm. so I know I'm sure a therapist adds to that, adds a lot of wisdom to that. It really does. And I'll tell you, like, in terms of advice for, like, finding a therapist, because that I struggled with that for years. Yeah. I didn't know how I was supposed to go about finding them. Right. And then, like, how do you know it's the right one? And, and so, how many do you try? Yeah. yeah. And that's and that was the thing. I didn't understand that it's like any other doctor. You you find a recommendation, whether it's like through your insurance online or through another person, and then you go and you try them. And if they don't work, you go try another one mm-hmm. and, and like that. I, I lucked out. The first person I tried, I sat there for two hours with her, and I was like, oh, this is great. Oh, man. And what I think made her great for me was that she... It wasn't like she was like reading me my life. She was literally she can she she explained that she was like a television set and that I'm feeding her 
all of the, the information and she's just telling me back the story. She's piecing it together for me Ooh. to make it easier for me to digest. Wow. And she linked things that I never thought about. My whole life I've been on this earth, I had never put together. And I was like, oh, that's why I had anxiety when I was 13. I thought I was just like a crazy 13-year-old. I was so happy. And then, oh, that's why I got anxiety. That's why I started, I, I was hair pulling. I used mm. to pull my eyelashes out at 13. Mm. Had no idea why. And she linked all of these different things. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah, of course not. Yeah, yeah. so I, that's, I, I, I think it's so helpful. And if you feel it in your spirit that that's something that you want, oh, yeah. then spirit, it's only mind, time. Soul. <laughs> like it's, it's only time, a matter yeah. of time for before sure, for sure. you actually do it. I mean, because... We both have great friendships, but they're not therapists. Mm -hmm. And so after yeah. a while, I'm like, okay, I'm on the phone with you for too long. Like, mm -hmm. you're not my therapist. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure I'm with a trained, you know, person. And so I love hearing my friends really talk about how that experience has elevated them and helped them understand some things and, and you know, just make sense of who they are and understanding that none of us are crazy because that's not even real. And it's <laughs> really, I mean, okay, so that's true. Let me stop because I'm like, sometimes you're a little crazy. But, you know, for you, for you to really have been able to go back and forward and move 13 to now, like, I mean, I think that's really special. And it kind of leads me to ask, what is something that you ask yourself every day? What do I ask myself every day? Ask myself if I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I say, are you hungry? Or are you just eating because you want to eat? Have you not eaten? That is such a good question. What do you ask yourself every day? Um, I ask myself... One, am I happy? <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were also going to say oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I do ask myself, like, do you want plantain chips? But that's like that, <laughs> you know. But I do ask myself, am I happy? Because, again, I'm really trying to focus. And not trying. I am currently focusing on expanding past what happiness was told to me mm. and also what I have seen and assumed was happiness. Mm -hmm. Like, you've got to figure out what that is for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's a hard journey um, in... Another episode, we were talking about courage and curiosity, and I heard this incredible quote that said, the most happy people have the curiosity to find out who they are mm. and the courage to be who they are. Mm. And I was like, hmm, that's deep. That is deep. You know? And so have you found yourself in moments of, first of all, because of all the roles you play, your curiosity seems really high to me. I mean, mm -hmm. you just learned to play the cello for the perfectionist, right? Yeah. That was a lot. I was like, <laughs> okay, ma'am, wow. So I feel like your curiosity is high, but have you had those moments of self-discovery that was new and scary, but you were like, I'm going to take have the courage and go there? Yeah, I think it's funny when... I, I'm, I'm very curious, and sometimes my curiosity puts me in a situation where I go, Oh, I don't think I wanted to know that. Mm. <laughs> and it's funny, um, yesterday at the Essence Women brunch, um, or women's luncheon, um, I think it was Niecy Nash who was on stage and she said that, um, Aisha said to her at a certain point, you, you, you can't unknow it. So what are you going to do? Right. And it's like, well. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I could beat myself up for having, having been curious about whatever the thing is and sure. getting into something that maybe is more overwhelming than I anticipated, but then, like, you can't unknow it, so right. then what? So, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think it's a lot of that, like, okay, and then you persist, mm -hmm. and then you, and, like, those, that's where I think, like, the character building is made, like, in terms mm -hmm. of your person is, mm -hmm. is when you, when the thing happens to you, okay, that's not the story, the story is what are you doing, and so... <sighs> For me, 
it is so funny when I think about all of the stories in my head, when I think about anytime I've felt like overwhelmed, I'm always, always, always going to the people in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, truly, I wish I was saying, I wish I could say like I was I'm journaling about it right, or I would, right. I, I really am going to the people in my life and they're, and the reason that it works is because I, I, I can believe what they say because it's also how I feel. It's just I forget it. Mm -hmm. Like Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. It's not... And I think that that's different because sometimes I'll, I'll... My friends will come to me for advice and I'll say something to them. Not these same people, but I'll say something right. to them and they just kind of like don't hear it. You know? It's like they... It's like if you don't believe it, if I and say you, it back to right. you, you're going to like let it go. Right. So I think that that's, that's also like a part of, you know when you talk about being curious and finding things and, mm -hmm. and what it's going to bring up at the end of the day, when you're off your course, I, for me, it is keep having is developing a sense of a sense of self, that sense of confidence. Right. And, and that only comes from ironically being spun off my axis right, and getting back to get on. Back. Yeah. I love that. That's what that journey does. That real, they call it the hero's journey, which is deep. You know, you, you go down, you discover, you find some things, you're not sure whatever those, you know, maybe some fears or whatever those things that kind of expose who you really are. Mm -hmm. And then you have the courage to come back up and it's such a journey. And I think, um, something that I, I would assume we relate to is we were both raised in the faith mm -hmm. and raised in the Christian home. And I've heard how you talk about Christianity and I really love it because you talk about how love is your religion and Christianity is, is just your relationship. It's my relationship, yeah. And I think that's so beautiful. How do you, and I, I think our listeners can relate to this as well, how do you relate, okay, I was raised in faith and there was a certain time where faith was, this is how it is and you're going to be happy because you know Jesus and blah, 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 and it looks like this. To real life stuff, to, yeah. to moments of I'm not happy, I'm not, you know, I am feeling either depressed or sad or I'm not feeling in tune, but I have faith. So that, you know, that line where we feel like we have to cover things up and we're not really in our truth, what has that been like for you? Um, I, I really, I, I, I just talked to someone about this and it was about, um, a friend of mine was feeling like feelings of not being accepted mm -hmm. and and it's very deep rooted for my this person and I I asked where where does your where do you value being where does your value in acceptance lie who is it and the person started to list off you know friends you um uh okay and I would ask like your, your mom your, your work okay and I said well you know the one the one person you missed was like was God <laughs> that's mm. where that should be your number one and in, in my mm. opinion in terms yeah. of like if you're a faith-based person where does your acceptance value lie right. and then you ask yourself if that's where my I'm val like that's where the meter is does God accept me all the time no matter what and if the answer which it is yes then then it's just it's kind of a matter of rationality mm. Yeah. And I, I have a rational mind. So I go, okay, if I put, if I, if I care that Stacy accepts me, do I think that Stacy accepts me? Yes. Okay. If I, if I care that people at work accept me, yes. Do I think they always accept me? For the most part, sometimes maybe not. Okay. But ultimately what really matters is that. So if I start that as my number one, then, then that's great. Um, I don't know. My, my, my faith I guess I guess when I think about being in church, like growing up, I 
it, everyone's still human. Like we're, we're going to right. church, but like, you know, in the beginning of church, we're, we're praying for the people who are in the hospital. We're praying for the people who've just passed. We're mm-hmm. praying for the people who are going through whatever. We're like, you know, uh, we're, we're getting up in the morning and going, even though something may have happened the night before, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I feel like at the end of the day, everyone's human. And I don't think I had a, an unbalanced understanding of what it was to be a human and also have faith. Amazing. They're, they're like, they go, they're, 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 right. they're, they go together. Right, you know what right. I mean? We're, we're not, we're not saints in church. Mm-hmm. We're not. Right. We're That's not, why we're there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think I'm a little all over the place with this one, but, um, it, it's my faith journey has been interesting too, because I also did a meditation teacher training. Yeah. So I, I that learned was last year, right? Yeah. It was oh, in yeah. the fall. Mm-hmm. And I, so I, I learned a lot about Hinduism and Buddhism and Tantra. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. And meditation and mindfulness and all of these things. And... It was really interesting because one of the biggest things I got out of it was just how great meditation is. Right. Um, and not from any of the faith perspectives specifically, but just I think that when it comes to when it comes to Christians, like sometimes we are afraid of meditation because it seems like I pray. That's meditating. I pray. Right. But really, a lot of times when we pray, we're doing more petitioning than deep listening. Mm. And that's the difference for me with with meditating, which is just sitting. Can you expand on that a little? Yeah. So when we pray, well, what we should do when we pray, obviously we say thank you first. But a lot of times you go like, oh, God, please don't let this. Oh, God, please give me that. Oh, God, please don't let them. Oh, God, please. We're petitioning. We're asking for things. And we're constantly talking and having conversation, which is important. That's why we have prayer. That's that relationship that we have. When you're meditating... Yes, there are mantras that you can like think about, say out loud or whatever. But the 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 root of the meditation is when you're sitting there and you're and you're you're not trying to silence your thoughts, but you're 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 listening, mm-hmm. you're allowing everything, and you you begin to develop that relationship with you, mm-hmm. and you're able to really. Someone explained it to me as like you know we've given our minds the power of being in the brain. We've named the brain as the thing that makes the decisions, but really, our heart mm-hmm. and our our gut, mm-hmm. like not actually like your stomach and your organs, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> <laughs> but like these two things are your first real right. like brain. Mm-hmm. These were the things that make the decisions. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not really like those those tough decisions. It's not like the brain it's mm-hmm. it's in here mm-hmm. um and so when you're when you quiet yourself and you just can sit and listen 
I, you get you you can you can get those answers and um, and develop the relationship with you that's really really required to um, be another one of those tools on our right. our, our faith belt. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. Believing in yourself and having that relationship. Right. I love that. It's like the perfect. It's a perfect segment into our relationship with our ego. So. What's your relationship with your ego? <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, you God. talk to it. Do you hang out? Do you guys dismiss at the end of the night? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm breaking up with you this week. I mean, right. I've really, it's been one of my most interesting and and um, I guess exciting a relationship that's that takes a lot of discovery. And you've had so much success that. I know that you've had to deal with that and work through that and learn and, and just knowing you as a person, I'm like, I don't think she would just let that go. So what does that relationship look like for you? I think that my relationship with ego is, is still very, I don't think I've really, um, discovered as much as I, I will Mm -hmm. in the future. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, I'm, I think I'm still on the precipice of like really, really figuring out that Mm -hmm. part of me. Um, God bless freaking social media for really like, I mean, and I say that facetiously for like changing <laughs> the way that we like see like how the relationship we have with our ego. Yeah. Because like I, as a Gemini, I'm already really split personality. So now even more so I've got, you know, even from like Insta story to Instagram, I have an ego on my Insta story and an ego on my Instagram that are completely really different. different. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like real. that's so like I'm creating these different parts of mm-hmm. me again to be accepted by who mm-hmm. and and you know who I am at work, who I am right now, who I am in the car. It's so strange, really, Isn't when I think weird? about it. I don't think I've really done a deep dive mm-hmm. into the different aspects of like my ego. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's there and it's important. <laughs> you can't have a self and no ego. Right, right, right. You know, you right. actually you do need both of them. Yeah. I don't know, maybe do you, you might have better answers about ego than I do. Um, I think right now, so I'm currently reading Ego is the Enemy, mm. which is like taking me out a little bit. And there I mean, every chapter I literally close it, call someone, talk it out, every chapter. I mean the maybe the last two I'm like, okay, I can read two two chapters through, but it, it really sparked that the right now one of the biggest thing I learned is when we experience success, we think that success is always gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get to these moments of success and then we feel like because of external things, so sometimes you have to really remind yourself that just because these people think this about me doesn't mean I have to think this about myself. People will say like, oh, she's successful, so she must know this mm. when you really don't know. Mm-hmm. So you start acting like you know because you don't want to tell people you don't know because they think you're successful and smart and cool and whatever. So you're like, you're right, I do know. You don't know. <laughs> and so that really, it, didn't, it triggered me in a way that was like, I never want this to happen. I'm sure it's happened in the past. I'm sure I've we've played, you know, try to show up as a person that you're really not. Um, I think we all have a problem with, I don't know, instead of just saying, I don't know, we, we come up with something Mm. and that really shook me. I was like, why do we do that? Why don't we ask questions? Why don't we say like, Oh, I don't know. Can you explain it to me? Yeah. Apparently that's hard. And the ego says no in this moment, you know, act like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But awareness says this is a beautiful time to learn. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is just staying a student. I think as we get older, especially like in this moment I am, I, you know, I'm turning 30. And so I've been saying, okay, 
these are some, these are, you're asking these questions too late. Like you're too old to be asking certain questions, but it's going to be stupider when I'm 50. You know what I'm saying? And I was just talking to another friend about that. I was like, it's going to be dumb when you're 50 still asking the same question because you didn't want to ask when you were 30. Yeah. And there, I mean, I think about some of these, I'm like, you could have asked this at 17, but you played yourself then. Mm. So it's like, that's the biggest thing. Ego says, don't keep asking. And again, awareness says there, you, if you're not learning, you're dead. Mm. And that's my relationship that I'm excited about. There are other parts that you're like, ooh, okay, this you get ego. Like, I mean, ego flares up in traffic. <laughs> so, you're, you know, I should be here and whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's annoying, but I just think about, okay, this is the part I can understand and this is another part where I'm like, ooh, this is what the ego is saying. This is what awareness is saying. This is what ego is saying. This is what consciousness is saying. And I'm just using those two as a checks and balance. So I was just going to ask you, what's your checks and balance in your life? Is it friends, family, whether it's, you know, regarding happiness and ego, if you have one. Uh, I love that you said that you talk about like the, I don't know. That was one of the things that my dad raised me on. He said one of the, my dad was a, a academic. He was very smart. And mm. one of the things my dad constantly said to me was the smartest thing you can say sometimes is I don't know. Amazing. Like right? it, like it's and and so I, I, I do understand. I do know what you mean when you're like someone put something on you and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm ready for this. But I think that, yeah. I think that there is a, a little bit of balance of like, Sometimes it's good for the ego, just a little, little bit of that, mm-hmm. tiny bit, because it puts you in a situation that you might have kept yourself from because you thought you weren't ready or you right. thought you didn't know. Right. And a, a right. small part of you might intrinsically be able to do it out. something. Yeah, I, it's true. Like I, even with writing, I did. I don't. I didn't necessarily think that I was had dreams of being a, a writer. But someone asked me to write a piece, and I said. Okay. I love that. I'm not like this isn't what I do, but let me try. And then I tried and I did my part and then an editor comes by and does the corrections and I go, Okay, didn't know that. Learning learning right. as I'm going. Right. So I do think there's like a part like it's a it's both. It, yeah. yeah, but I, I do lean heavily into like if you really don't know something when like life is on the line, like if someone asked me to do something I really couldn't do and like lives were on the line, I'd right. be like no, nope. oh, I got it. <laughs> but, yeah. I, but I think that, like, with women, like, we have to be careful of, like, uh, a lot of times, I, I think, I know, the reason I haven't gotten further in in some of the things that I want to do is because I continue to tell myself that I don't know and I'm not ready. Hmm. Men don't do that. Men go, all right, we'll figure it out. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. It's so interesting. I'm like, I would just love to find out what those pants are like. Like, what's, what's up with that? I mean... Um, they're probably like <laughs> sweaty <laughs> pants. I don't want their pants. I like my pants. I want ours. No, I love that. I love that. Um, before we end, I just wanted to ask you, what was the last thing you forgave yourself for for the first time? The last thing I forgave myself for for the first time. That's a complicated question. The last thing I'm going with the first. The last thing I forgave myself yeah. for. Um, was, I feel like I'm constantly forgiving myself for things. Oh, that's awesome. I, well, I feel like I have to, or else I'll just dwell mm-hmm. and get really obsessed. Um, I think that, I, I think I do a lot of interviews and I think sometimes I don't, think about in the moment what what I say will how it'll affect other people Mm. and I 
have said things in interviews before that later, you know, uh, a group of people or a singular person feels like offended. Or if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hurt by, and that's the last thing I ever want to do. And so something that I know I've forgiven myself for recently is, you know, misspeaking or speaking not necessarily out of turn, but but not considering that. And it's ironic to say this here because I think you're obviously like your whole point of this is to like bring out the human. But one of the things my mom says to me, which is what her father said to her, is not everyone doesn't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important because we live in a culture where people want everything from you yeah. and they feel like they, like you owe it to them. Like they feel like because you're a public figure, because we're supporting you and we're watching your show and we're doing this, you owe all of you yeah. to, to us. And like, I don't, I don't, I'm sharing parts of me with you. Absolutely. I don't owe everything to you. And I think that like, it's one of the things I'm learning is I can forgive myself for the things that I have said because, you know, except the things you cannot change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cannot right, go right, backwards. Right, right, right. Um, but I, I think that this is good because someone like you who has a platform like, like this and has friends they can talk to, um, you know, people can open up to you and feel comfortable and safe in a space mm-hmm. and, and not feel like, you know, the things that they're going to say, someone might try to pull and twist in some weird direction so it's it's good that you're doing this thanks for listening to the human human podcast and this episode featuring a conversation with logan browning if you enjoy this episode please subscribe rate leave a review and while you're at it share this episode with somebody that you love or shoot just somebody that you like as long as you share it your feedback is so appreciated and your thoughts are valued Stay connected between episodes at stacyag.com slash human to human, where I'll be answering the reflection question as well. You can also connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at one take Stace. I'm your host, Stacey Ike. And remember, we are not what we do. We are who we choose to be. So let's be curious. Let's be in community, be love, be support, and be real together. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.